Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony, and welcome to this Friday morning edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. How are you? Doing good. Excellent. You look fine. Thank you very much. Good. Let's get started in Tokyo. Wow. Tokyo Disneyland um, has an expansion that is set to open on September 28th. That is correct. They are opening a large, uh, large uh, expansion. Largest in the history of the resort. Three of the seven lands in the park are going to get uh, transformed. So the biggest one is that they are creating an enchanted tale of Beauty and the Beast. Um, They're going to have new shops and dining locations. And that's in Fantasyland. In Tomorrowland, they're getting a brand new Happy Ride with Baymax, which is inspired by Big Hero 6. They're also going to have uh, a specialized popcorn shop. Ooh. Uh, Yeah, popcorn's big over there. Popcorn's very flavored popcorn. Flavored popcorn, popcorn, yeah. yeah. And then in Toontown, they're going to get a new character greeting experience called Minnie's Studio Style. Does Minnie greet you from six feet away? Possibly. Well, here's the big deal. Is, uh, apart from that, Tokyo Disney Resort is going to resume character meet and greets starting September 19th. Yeah, so uh, there's going to be an entry request system uh, for the meet and greets. And it's going to be first come, first serve on a lottery style uh, type of uh, situation. Uh, and then in Disneyland, you're going to have a Mickey's house to meet Mickey. Uh, there's going to be character meetings at Camp Woodchuck Greeting Tales. Um, at Tokyo Disney Sea, the Saludos Amigos, Amigos Greeting Dock and Mickey and Friends Greeting Tales. Um, so there's still some uh, details that are going to come out, but that's that's in two days. So I, I hope yeah. they're going to let people know how to do it before two days are up. Yeah, it sounds like it's like a rise of the resistance kind of thing to try to get your uh, your character greeting spot. Right. All right. Um, so one of my favorite things, the foodie guides. Uh, they have released another foodie guide. It's a foodie guide to fall treats at Walt Disney World. That's right. We'll completely skip the story about the Animal Kingdom. Oh, I'm sorry. That's I okay. I got so excited about the food. You did. I know how much you like to talk about the food. So. I do. I'm going to scroll through here and see if I see anything that's worth um, mentioning. Uh, let's see. At the Disney World Resort Hotels, they have some special things. Um it's important to note, however, that you don't get to just walk up and see these things and decide you want them. This is stuff you're going to have to order on an app. So right. keep that in mind as I talk about these. Um, they have a Mike Wazowski dome cake um, available from September 20th to October 31st at Captain Cook's. Also at Captain Cook's is a Halloween mini cupcake, um, which isn't, I don't know, it's uh, just different colored frostings, purple frosting, uh, orange frosting, and then a um, Minnie Mouse bow on top. A poisoned apple cocktail, that's a vodka, melon liqueur, blue curacao, and pineapple juice with a glow cube, um, and that's available at the Barefoot Pool Bar um, at the Polynesian. At Caribbean Beach, they have a spooky rum punch. Um, anything special about that? Oh, that has the glow cube also. At the Contemporary, they have a monster cupcake um, and a pumpkin pie tart. At the Wilderness Lodge, a going baddie Halloween cupcake. And a spooky mini uh, Mickey brownie, which is really just a brownie with a spider on top. Um, at Pop Century, they have a potion cocktail, which is an alcoholic beverage with a glow cube. At Old Key West and Saratoga Springs, they have a monster cookie bag, um, sweet and salty chocolate chip pretzel and candy filled cookie bites, um, a pumpkin spiced whoopie pie, and a caramel cauldron cupcake. At the Riviera Resort, at the La Petite Cafe, they have a pumpkin mousse, a jack-o'-lantern mousse, 
They're like the moose, mooses over there. Moose. How do you, is it? Is it mooses? Moose eye. Okay. <laughs> and a pumpkin glacé coffee. Uh, at the boardwalk, a candy corny cupcake um, that obviously has uh, candy corn on it. Um, a ghostly Mickey brownie and a witch's mallow hat, which is a cookie topped with a marshmallow witch's hat. Um, at the Yacht and Beach Club, they have tiramisu. I'm not sure why that is uh, spooky for fall, but apparently they think it is. A candy corn cupcake. Um, they also have the pumpkin whoopie pie and a pumpkin spiced butter pecan shake. Hmm, that sounds pretty good. At um, Emirates Patisserie, they have a candle petite cake, a Halloween Minnie Mouse carrot cake, and a pumpkin creme brulee, which is a pumpkin custard, um, and then a novelty pumpkin straw. And at the ganacherie, uh, mini Frankenstein pinata, uh, caramel ganache skulls, sipping hot chocolate, and pumpkin spice latte ganache squares. Um, and then they go on. Arista crepes, deluxe burger, Jock Lindsay's hangar bar, the daily poutine, dockside margaritas, and, and uh, outdoor bars. So I'm not going to go through all those, um, but those are all the fun places where you can get um, some special treats. They don't have the parks listed in here, which is We did the parks two weeks ago. Oh, okay. Very good. All right, now we can yeah, talk so there's, about... Yeah, so there's the tough thing, though, about that. Is like you mentioned, a lot of these treats are available at quick service locations, and mm -hmm. if you're going to the resorts, you can only order via the app. Yeah, and so it's going to be, you know, the picture that they're showing you, and then when you actually walk out with it, It'll be like, uh, what was, they had, they had something with ears. Was it like the, no, it wasn't supposed to be Yoda. Who was it supposed to be? That they had at, um, it was the Dole Whip and it had like ears, I think. Or no, it was supposed to be a Peter Pan. It was like the lime Peter Pan, like cone. Okay. And it was supposed to have the feather on the top. But they didn't know how to put them in, so you'd end up with like Yoda ears on the side because the person didn't know what they were doing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so let's move on to what I missed, which is um, the Animal Kingdom story, sort of. Um, Disney Animal Kingdom series is now located in the My Disney Experience app. That's right. There's an all new mini series from Disney Parks called Wild Sights, um, and it is in the Disney Experience app. And what they're doing now is they're putting new content in the Disney Experience and Disneyland mobile apps. So is that something, is that like a video? It is. So you have the Wild Sights, which is all about some of the animals and the keepers of um, Animal Kingdom. But then there's also another mini app called um, Destination Disney. You travel to parks and resorts around the world and discover what makes them both familiar and distinct. Uh, so you learn about history, park design, inspiration, uh, there's a Disney Parks throwback that brings you back and shows you park history. There's a celebration with Disney Parks that brings you highlights from holidays and stuff. And then they have a Disney date night section to get inspiration for your next date night or family hang with a Disney twist. All right, so this is something that I'm pulling up on the app, like on my phone? Correct. So is this, do you know, is this meant to be like when you're at home? Or is this meant to be like when you're in the park waiting in line for something? It's, or either? It is just another way to share the magic with guests. You can do it whenever you're at home. Or in the park. And actually it says to be enjoyed at home. Our guests and fans can now okay. check out uh, so many fun features from wherever they may be. Okay, cool. 
All right, um, and then going over to Disneyland, the Disneyland Resort has pushed back the reopening dates again. Yeah, once again, uh, they've sent out notification that guests with reservations through October 3rd are being advised to modify or cancel their reservations, and that reservations for the Disneyland Hotel, the Grand Californian Hotel, and Paradise Pier are now available available for October 16th and beyond. So that's disappointing, um, and I guess it's also very disappointing for Disneyland's president, um, who is not happy with California's lack of progress. That's right. Two days ago, we told you how the California Attractions and Parks Association uh, placed a call uh, out to Governor Newsom to reopen the parks. The city of Anaheim jumped on top of that and, you know, added their voice to it. Well, now Disneyland President Ken Potrock has uh, uh, added his, uh, you know, input as well. Uh, and he states that we are disappointed with the state's lack of progress in providing the industry with guidance and clarity on reopening. We have proven, proven we can op operate responsibly with strict health and safety protocols at our properties around the world and at downtown Disney in Anaheim. Tens of thousands of people's livelihoods depend on our ability to operate, and we stand ready and willing to accelerate discussions with the governor and his team to make real progress towards our reopening and getting people back to work. Yeah, I mean, it's time. Pull it together over there. Newsom. Now, on the heels of that, uh, Governor Newsom was asked during a press conference what the status was on reopening, and he stated that the uh, reopening guidelines will be announced soon. Is that not the same thing he's been saying for like six months? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay, then. So we don't trust him. At some point after July 4th, we're going to get the guidelines. Right, right. Um, in Disney World, uh, there's news about the Disney World water parks, which um, apparently are going to be closed for quite a while. That's right. One water park, either Blizzard Beach or Disney's Typhoon Lagoon, will open on March 7th of 2021. They're not telling us which one will open. Yeah. Um, but uh, Disney is processing partial refunds to annual pass holders to reflect the number of days left on their passes. If you're on the monthly pl payment plan, you'll receive an appropriate refund. However, the monthly payment will not change. Hmm. <laughs> water parks and water parks after two annual passes will be extended for the length of the closure or guests may choose to cancel their passes. Um, guests that have purchased a ticket add-on that includes water parks can choose to modify or cancel those tickets, and unused, unexpired, one-day water park tickets can be used through December 31st of 2021. Those tickets can also be canceled. Okay. At this point, even if you're holding on to Disney park tickets, um, while they never lose their value, mm -hmm. um, they are allowing people to cancel tickets. Cancel for a refund? Yes. Huh. I wonder if we can do that with the one we bought for Isabel. Maybe. Because I don't know. We bought a four-day ticket, and I think uh, we might only need a three-day ticket. Anyway, um, mm -mm, where are we now? Oh, here we go. Um, select equity performers are returning to Walt Disney World. That's right. After 185 days, select performers, as Cheryl said, are returning back. Um, a lot of them are singers and performers. We know the Dapper Dans are coming back. Um, don't know where everyone else is coming. Uh, we do know that some people are going to be working in Savi's workshop where they're doing the uh, lightsabers. Um, so, what do you we, think the chances are that we're going to get back, like um, the Lion King show? Uh, I'm I'm hoping we get it back. Right. I mean, that those would be similar people, right? Right. That would be good because I don't know that there's a whole lot going on in Animal Kingdom right now. No. Um. So moving, at, we don't have very much Disney World news, so we're going to move outside of Disney World. We had one more story. We did? What, what do we have? That's right. Speaking of creepy pools. Oh, uh, I forgot that that was, it was such a weird, um, it's called the 
what the Keister coaster? Keister coaster. Oh, the Keister coaster. Keister's your cooler. And I thought it was something at like Universal or something. No. Uh, the Keister Coaster Water Slide at the Boardwalk Resort is closing for the month of October for refurbishment. Now, the Keister Coaster is the really scary clown slide. It, yes, it looks like you're being spat out of a clown's it's mouth. Yeah, if you don't like creepy clowns, you don't like this water Who slide. Who likes creepy clowns? Yeah. I don't know. So, if you're staying at the Boardwalk, uh, the Luna Park Pool. Maybe it's closed so they can rip the, the ugly clown off the front of it. I don't think they're ripping the ugly clown in front of it. Because that is a glorious resort. It's beautiful. It's in a, an awesome location. And then you've got the whole boardwalk area there with dining and everything. And then you go around back to go lounge by your pool. And it's this hideous clown pool. It's not being ripped down. Uh, while the slide will be unavailable from October 5th through October 30th, um, additional work will continue on the pool through the month of December. But the Keister Coaster will be available. Ugh. Nobody wants the Keister Coaster. It is a fun name, but it's an ugly slide. All right. The Swan and Dolphin have announced menus for the Sip and Savor and Stay events. That's right. Sip, Savor, and Stay Saturdays begin September 19th. Uh, so right now, the Bubble Lounge, uh, which is the event on the 19th, uh, they have buttered popcorn with sea salt, deviled eggs, traditional and caviar, a crispy duck confit, uh, baked house-made ricotta cheese, um, a charred prime Angus beef tri-tip and pan-seared sea scallops on their menu. Uh, there's a bunch of alcohol, but since I don't know champagne or wine, I won't uh, go through any of that because uh, I only care about the food. And then on September 26th, the uh, theme for the weekend is a beer garden or theme for that Saturday. So the menu includes a Bavarian-style warm pretzel. Kentuckyaki chicken wings. Ooh, what's a Kentuckyaki? It is smoked chicken wings with cilantro lime dipping sauce. Why is that Kentuckyaki? Um, maybe because they're smoking it. Oh, maybe. Like if it had Kentucky. like bourbon or something on it, isn't it yeah. bourbon? From Kentucky's Kentucky? bourbon. Yeah. Uh, a chef's poutine and the Wagyu sloppy Joe. All right. Which is Wagyu beef. So, uh, if you're interested in those events. Uh, they take place, as Cheryl mentioned, at the Swan and Dolphin. Uh, they are from 5.30 p.m. to 7 p.m. They uh, include a stay with the package. So one-night packages with two tickets starts at $295. All right. That's a lot for some kentucky chicken wings. Yeah, but you got the special beef, so. That's true. All you need. All right, um, moving to Disney Plus news, um, The Mandalorian is bringing home the first Emmy for Disney Plus. That's right, The Mandalorian uh, had 15 of Disney's 19 Emmy nominations for this year, and they won Disney's first Emmy, uh, picking up an Emmy for Outstanding Special Visual Effects for yeah. Chapter 2, The Child. It's not Disney's first Emmy. Disney Plus's okay. first Emmy. Okay, all right. Thank you. Thank you for correcting me. Sure, no problem. Um, other Disney nominees include Angela Bassett's narration in The Imagination Story, The World According to Jeff Goldblum for Outstanding Hosted Nonfiction Series or Special, A Celebration of the Music from Coco, um, and Forky Asks a Question. <laughs> Those are fun. The Creative Awards are, are to be announced on September 16th, uh, which was yesterday, which is why we know that uh, <laughs> they won. And then the regular Emmys, uh, are the cool Emmys, uh, airs live on ABC Sunday, September 20th with Jimmy Kimmel as the host. Uh, let's see. There's uh, additional creative uh, Emmy wins. Let's see. Mandalorian also won. 
one, two, three, four, five. So in addition to that Emmy, they have already won uh, four more. So they have taken home a total of five of the 15 they've been nominated for thus far. Um, Outstanding Contemporary Hairstyling was won by Blackish on ABC. Outstanding Variety Special was All in the Family and Good Times live in front of a studio audience. Outstanding Production Design for Variety Special was won by the Oscars. Um, Outstanding Cinematography for a Reality Program was Life Below Zero on National Geographic. Um, and Outstanding Cinematography in a Nonfiction Program was won by The Cave for National Geographic. Wow, they've got every category out there. That's right. All right. Tell us what is coming to Disney Plus for the remainder of the fall. Oh, okay. I think, once again, you've skipped a story. But that's I like to right. do that, yeah. You do. Um, so there's a ton of stuff coming for the fall. Uh, very exciting. And I just lost it all. <laughs> You lost it, all right. I did. So we've got, as we've already mentioned, uh, ad nauseum, we have Mandalorian Season 2 coming in October. Uh, we have a new series of Mickey shorts coming on November 18th. November 17th, we have the uh, Star Wars Lego Holiday Special. Um, but earlier in the fall, in September, we have the Magic of Disney's Animal Kingdom, which is coming on September 25th. We have The Simpsons, season 31. Did you know The Simpsons is the longest-running scripted primetime show in television history? That's crazy. It is. Uh, on Friday, October 9th, we have The Right Stuff, which is based on the Tom Wolfe novel. Uh, it was also a movie in 1984. Um, we have National Geographic, Meet the Chimps. I think this is going to be a favorite for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it is the story of a chimp sanctuary in the heart of Louisiana, which is home to more than 300 chimpanzees. All right. Uh, and then in October, we have Once Upon a Snowman, which is the uh, little sneak peek at Olaf's first steps. And uh, as I mentioned, the Mandalorian. Um, in November, we also have Marvel 616, which is going to be taking a look at um, storytelling, pop culture, and fandom within the Marvel Universe. Very good. Yeah. All right, now back to the story that I skipped. Oh, you skipped one? I did. Um, Disney has cast their She-Hulk for the upcoming Disney Plus series. That's right. At D23 last year, uh, they announced that they would be doing a She-Hulk series on Disney Plus. She, do you know who She-Hulk is? It's the female version of the Hulk. Close. She is a She-Hulk, um, but she is Jennifer Walters. She's a lawyer, and she's a cousin of Bruce Banner. Ah. Um, she gets her powers after he gives her blood in a blood transfusion. So. Ah. The gamma radiation that is in his blood goes into her. Uh, the difference with her is that while she gains stature, because she's seven feet tall, 500 pounds, I believe, is the uh, the stat, she maintains her intellect. Yeah. So um, the Hulk has generally been pretty much an idiot. Right. Although he was smart Hulk in the Avengers movie. He's progressed over time, uh, but he hasn't always been that way. So uh, she maintains her, her smarts. Mm-hmm. Uh, but the real heart of the story is that Disney has cast Tatiana Maslany uh, as the She-Hulk slash Jennifer Walters. Um, Maslany is known for being in Orphan Black, which is a show that got a lot of critical praise. I have not seen it, but she played over a dozen characters. Uh, she won the Emmy for Best Actress in a Drama Series in 2016, and recently she has been on, I believe, HBO's Perry Mason. All right. So that's exciting. Uh, that should be coming to Disney Plus probably in 2021. Seems like a good choice. That's right. And Uh, coming uh, to Disney Plus later this year, 
in 2020, we thought that the first Marvel Plus series was going to be the Falcon and the Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, but it is not. It is going to be WandaVision. Oh, all right. Yeah. That looked good. I like that looked like one that I liked. Yes. All right. I might actually watch that. All right. Universal News. Universal has extended their furlough for 5,400 employees. Yeah, this COVID, uh, detrimental effects of a COVID-19 pandemic, uh, Universal, uh, Universal Orlando Resort has filed a mass layoff warning with the state of Florida that has indicated that 5,389 employees will remain on furlough indefinitely. Uh, the vice president of human resources says that he does not expect the furloughs to be permanent, but a full recovery may not be possible until well into 2021. Uh, among those affected by the furlough are actors, attraction attendants, cashiers, cooks, and special effects technicians. And that, that's 450 cooks. Yeah. It seems like every day there's uh, layoffs at Universal. So I don't know. I, got, I think I got like three people. Well, the this is they're extending a furlough. So they're just leaving the people that are already home, staying home. That's true. So it's not that they're letting new people go. Or anything. All right, fine. Um, trying to get some people back in the parks, Universal has announced trick-or-treating locations at Islands of Adventure. Yes, we mentioned uh, last week or earlier this week that they would be doing two Halloween horror houses on Saturdays. So starting Saturday, September 19th and Sunday, September 20th, the Halloween houses will be available as well as trick-or-treating. And they will have 11 <laughs> trick-or-treating locations uh, in various stores throughout the Islands of Adventure. Um, each location will have a pumpkin sign at the entrance. Uh, all you need to do is stop at a participating location and pick up a treat bag. Guests are only allowed to use the treat bag provided for Universal or by Universal, and the event is for children ages 12 years or younger who must be accompanied by an adult. Oh, well, I think it's a bummer that they're limiting the age, but I do think that it's going to help bring people into the parks because Disney's not doing anything like that. Right. And people like to go for... Special Halloween Although Disney events. is letting people wear costumes in the park. Yeah, but if you can't trick-or-treat. As is Universal. It's not the same. All right, the Velocicoaster, which is coming to Universal um, soon, I guess, uh, has these, the cars on there are being tested. That's right. Uh, the cars are wrapped. They are InGen. If you remember, uh, InGen is the company that created Jurassic Park under John Hammond's guidance. Um, the, the news is the cars are on the track. Looks like they're being tested. Uh, they're still wrapped up, uh, you know, so it's not like a full-scale test. But this roller coaster hasn't even been announced yet. Oh. But the track is finished. Ready. The track is finished. The cars are on. Uh, overhead photos have seen three Velociraptors uh, throughout the uh, attraction. Um, some Someday they'll tell us about it. And it still is Velociraptor Appreciation Month in Universal. Oh. Well, maybe they're going to wait till the very last day and then announce be. this new roller coaster. Um, SeaWorld, they are creating a drive-in movie called, well, they're creating a drive-in for movies called Flicks and Frights. That's right. The evenings on, uh, are they Saturdays only? They are only Saturdays. So Saturdays throughout September and October, um, Flights, what is it, what is it called? Flicks and Flicks Frights. Flicks and Frights uh, is going to be a drive-in movie concept set up in the uh, parking lot for SeaWorld Orlando. And you can bring in a carload of visitors for $40 per vehicle. The price includes a reserved parking uh, parking spot in the lot with access to food trucks. Face covering will be required whenever you're outside of your vehicle. 
Um, the number of guests in the vehicle cannot be greater than the number of seatbelts in the vehicle. Fair enough. Uh, oversized vehicles are not permitted. And each night they will have two show times at 7.45 and 10.30. Uh, September 19th, they will be showing Hotel Transylvania and It. September 26th, Ghostbusters and a Frightful Flick to be announced. October 2nd, Frankenweenie and the Purge. October 10th, Beetlejuice and Psycho. October 17th, Nightmare on Elm Street and, and Corpse Bride. October 23rd, Scream and a Family-Oriented Selection. October 24th, Casper and the Exorcist. So I take it back as you get closer to Halloween. It's it is, all fairy it is, Well, it's Saturday and looks like it's for Friday and oh, Saturday. Okay. Uh, October 24th, Casper and the Exorcist. I don't think you can get further away from family to fright. People, it's got to be the sort of thing where, like, if you want to go with family, you, you go family, to the early you go one. To the early one right. and then if you, does your ticket get you both? Or yes. Is, yeah, so you probably go and then you just leave. Right. So on October 30th, they have Friday the 13th and a family-friendly movie to be announced. Uh, wrapping it up on October 31st with Hocus Pocus and Halloween. All right. So good for them. Yeah. And is that it? Do you have any more news? No, I do not have any more news. All right. Well, then, uh, until next time, have a great weekend, everybody. This is Tony. And Cheryl. And you've been listening to the Disney Drive Time Podcast.